The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. Mayor Brian Bowman is here for our monthly chat and Tristan Field-Jones uh, joining us in studio this morning. You've heard part three, all three parts, hopefully, of Tristan's Growing Pains feature. Today, we were talking about drastic, uh, drastic, drastic traffic changes Would be a good years, way of right? describing it, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, my, my uh, first question for you here. I spoke to a lot of people throughout this process, and when I went to one of those information sessions, and this particular one was regarding the extension of Chief Pegwas to Route 90, People love these information sessions. They're very receptive to it. And yet the air of cynicism is very, very present. So what is your administration doing differently to just tackle this, this cynicism that seems to be entrenched in Winnipeggers to begin with, regardless of how good or bad that project yeah. may be? Well, you know what? Great question, because, uh, you know, certainly we inherited a, a city hall that was, I think, dysfunctional. And uh, I don't think uh, it's a secret that there was uh, nothing but, you know, a lot of audits and, and scandal and a lot of political rhetoric coming out of city hall uh, with, with the, certainly in the last term of the previous administration. And so this isn't I mean, this isn't unique to Winnipeg. You look at the state of the world in terms of politics. Uh, there's a there's a lot of politicians out there who. Um, who build a career on pointing fingers at, at other people uh, rather than doing the heavy lifting and trying to bring people together. And so uh, it is a uh, it's certainly a, a challenge to rebuild that trust with Winnipeggers, with the media and between the administration and and council and elected officials. And I'm working as hard as I can to, to lead that positive change. Uh, the kinds of things that we're doing, I mean, yesterday, look, I spoke openly for the first time about about having a, a cooling off period for uh, for elected officials, including the mayor, after you're, you're done in office. Uh, they've got it at, at the province. They've got it at, at, at the federal level. These are the kinds of changes. Uh, other measures, you know, we've got a new integrity commissioner. We've led the charge on a number of openness and transparency measures. Um, one of the first things I did was even reduce my salary. I think, uh, at, you know, it, it adds up to about $400,000 uh, uh, over the course of the term from all, all the money that isn't paid to politicians because we reduced that that top up to members of EPC and and uh, and the mayor. And uh, it just sent a signal of, of respect for taxpayers, respect for for the citizens that we serve. And and our work isn't done. We got to We have to all all members of council have uh, have an obligation to do what they can. And and uh, my council colleagues are working very, very hard uh, each and every day to do just that. But there's there's more work to do. So, Mayor Bowman, how do you convince people that when you have an open house, like the one for Chief Pegwis Trail, that's my hood. And so, yep. you know, that's a project that's very important to me personally and to tens of thousands of Winnipeggers. How do you convince people that we're talking about this and this isn't 30 or 40 or 50 years away? It's around the corner and it's going to look the way we're proposing it's going to look. How, how do you bridge that gap? Uh, do you mean just in terms of the, the the cynicism that some people might have? I mean, well, the first thing is you... If that's a, just a dog. Yeah. If I'm going to be the speak honestly and openly yeah. that this is just a dog and pony show, that they're never going to build this Chief Pegwis Trail extension. That's part of the cynicism. Absolutely. And some and the first clip in that documentary, someone was saying, it looks fantastic, but I don't think I'm going to be around to see it complete. Well, look, and uh, there's a lot of projects around the city in in all areas of the city that uh, that we need to complete. That is one of them that the city absolutely needs to build. We also need uh, to look at, of course, the Arlington Bridge. We have the the Marion uh, Archibald intersection. We have Route 90. I mean, Route 90 is a parking lot, and uh, and that needs to be widened. 
uh, sooner than later. And but so, the section of Route 90 that you have control over right now, south of Taylor, is as bad or worse than the section of Taylor that we're kind of waiting oh so patiently to be dealt with, including the St. James Bridge. We sure. could be working on the issues from Taylor all the way to McGilvery right now because that's as big of a parking lot or bigger sure. than between Taylor and Academy. Well, okay, so uh, to answer your question, I mean, look, first first you got to look at how, how did we get here in terms of infrastructure. I mean, we, we got here because we had 14 years of property tax cuts and that, freezes, that's fair. and we lacked vision for planning a city for a million people. So that's that's the past. Now we got to look at, okay, well, what are we going to do about it? The first thing is we need a long-term planning document. So right now we're refreshing and we're inviting citizens to be part of the R Winnipeg plan. People can go to, to, uh, to the city website to be part of that and to join in those sessions. The other is, is let's develop long-term planning documents that we can actually uh, inf- be informed by, by experts and planners, but also engage the community. And so whether it's the active transportation, uh, you know, uh, strategies document that we're now implementing, that we're incorporating in those road repairs, um, or it's looking at even building a, a long-term rapid transit network, or of course, my primary and my number one priority is just fixing the roads. Is, uh, is mapping those out, engaging and actually listening to people. So one of the things that I thought the city did a poor job was on public engagement and these types of things. So uh, one of my commitments in the campaign was to create an office of public engagement. So the office of public engagement is doing great work. They're growing and they're gonna just get stronger and stronger each year to make sure that we're having those sessions and that that feedback can be incorporated into decision-making at City Hall. And so um, we're going in the right direction and of course uh, we'll, we'll keep working at it. I actually bumped into two members of your office of public engagement on Corden yesterday. They were handing out flyers for the uh, the, the, the patio smoking survey. Yeah. Uh, one of them recognized me and said, oh, we can't talk to him. He's part of the media. <laughs> but uh, we got a couple of minutes left here. We do have to ask you, Portage in Maine. Yeah. Why do we need a second study when the, the, we haven't even seen the results of the first study? Well, look, the um, right now we're waiting for the public service to present an administrative report to council for consideration. And as part of what they, they do in, in any type, type of report that they come forward, uh, they work with staff internally as well as externally as appropriate to inform that uh, that report. And so there was an earlier study that was, uh, that was commissioned for Dillon. Uh, that was a traffic-only study. Um, what they're what they've done um, this summer is they've been working with uh, another external consultant on on the I'll just say placemaking. So this is from a property and planning perspective. Um, you know, just looking at traffic. I mean, if you were to just to say, okay, let's just plop pedestrians in there and hope for the best, um, that's not going to be sufficient. You need to look at what developments are happening in and around that area, not just in downtown, but especially in and around Portage and Maine. So the, the artist development is going to add, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, pedestrians and as well uh, residential units right at Portage and Maine. That's one of many developments in and around that area. So how can we how can we listen and learn from the property owners in terms of the hundreds of millions of dollars they're investing at the intersection and how can that uh, inform an administrative report that uh, that can present a vision for Winnipeg, not just the property owners and council, but also the the citizens, that um, that we've actually got the right hand and the left hand within the public service uh, working together. So if you had just property and planning in isolation, that's not sufficient because you have to work with uh, with public works in terms of road repair. And so you've got these two very important branches of the public service that are doing work and they're bringing it together in an administrative report that'll come forward next month. Well, there's a perception that you're you're shopping for a report that will will sell a vision that you're comfortable with and one that that you are a proponent of. Is that fair? 
No, it's not because I mean, look, if you were if you were simply shopping around traffic studies, that would be a you know I, I, that might have more resonance, but that's not the case. This is a, a different study on a completely different topic that helps inform one administrative report and uh, all of the you know any and all studies that are that are done by the public service to help inform that uh, administrative report should be part of that admin report for the public to see the work that's been done, and so they can look at it in an open and transparent way, and we can go forward. I was asked to present a vision for Winnipegers. I, I, I earned a mandate to present vision and introduce positive change. That's what we're doing. And this is part of the vision that I presented to Winnipegers about a growing city and a city that has more people increasingly living downtown. And we're right around the 17,000 person mark downtown. And it's going to just keep building. And uh, and that's an important piece to, to building a downtown that uh, Winnipegers can be proud of. Mayor Brian Bowman, thank you very much for your time for the visit live on 680 CJOB. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.